With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Apostle Keith Cook. We bless you in the name of our Lord, Savior Jesus the Christ. Hey, we have a pastor on this morning, Pastor Jordan. Nina Jordan, that is. Are you on the line, Pastor? Yes, sir, I am. Well, God bless you. God bless you. Let the Lord use you and bless us. Thank you, Apostle. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord Jesus, for this day being in your presence, God. We just thank you for another day allowing us to rise in our right minds with our limbs functioning, Lord Jesus, that we may give you the glory, give you the praise, give you the honor, God. Now, Father, I ask that you move me out of the way, Lord Jesus, that I may give, Lord Jesus, blessings and clarity unto your people. Holy Spirit, I give you full control of my heart, my mind, my body, my spirit. Use me as a vessel that you would have me to be fill my mouth with your blood, that my words get in touch, that the people of God may know exactly what you would have them to know this day. We love you. We thank you. We praise you because there's none like you. There's none that compares to you. You are our great and mighty God, and we just thank you for this day, God. Thank you for each and every person on this line this morning, Lord Jesus. We praise and we thank you now and ever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning, good morning, men and women of God. We are going to talk a little bit this morning on faith. And we're coming from Hebrews 11.6, a very familiar passage for you all, I know. And it says, but without faith, it's impossible to please him, him meaning God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Many leaders have said and parishioners have heard us say that when God gives us a message, it's usually for us first. First, from a subject that has brought us conviction, not condemnation, conviction. The word says in Romans 8.1, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So if we're walking after the so if we're walking after the Spirit, excuse me, we have no reason to feel condemnation. But we can feel conviction in the areas that we know or that we feel we fall short in. A week or so ago, God laid on Bishop's heart that we need to teach more on faith. For me, that is a personal conviction because though my faith is very strong in many areas, there are still many areas in which I fall short. Well, on this past Sunday's radio broadcast, we spoke about the woman with the issue of blood, which is found in Mark 5, verses 25 through 34. One of my observations was on how sad it is that most of those people that Jesus healed, more often than not, weren't believers, or at least what we as the church or the body consider believers. And furthermore, those people who weren't believers that were healed came seeking after him. I'm going to give you a few witnesses of this. Look at the centurion soldier. 
he came seeking healing for his servant. We have the leper, who obviously had been following him for a while before he finally got up the nerve to approach him for healing, because we know lepers were not allowed to walk. Lepers, not lepers, lepers were not allowed to be around other people without screaming unclean so others would know to move away from them. So he had to be following him, though, to see the miracles that he was doing and know that he could possibly heal him. The Canaanite woman, whose daughter was vexed with the devil, the man whose son was a lunatic, as he called him, and was sore vexed, and even, as we're talking about, this woman with the issue of blood. She had this issue for 12 years, as you already know. They all came seeking Jesus because they heard of the miracles he was performing. They had no real clue who his God was, or how he had such power, really. They just heard he could heal, and they knew they needed to be healed. But then we have the woman with the 18-year infirmity that was bent over, who Jesus called the daughter of Abraham, which leads me to believe she's a believer. We have Mary and Martha, who obviously believed he could heal, based on Mary's statement that if Jesus had been there, their brother would not have died. And though they did send word that Lazarus was sick, neither of them personally went to get him. Even the healing of Peter's mother-in-law, nowhere does it say that it sent for Je- that anyone sent for Jesus to come. You know, maybe he was invited for dinner. You know, maybe he was. But there's nothing that says that they asked him to come to heal her. He happened to come. She happened to be there. And Peter was one of the three that walked closest with Jesus. There are countless instances of people who just because they heard about the miracles that Jesus was performing showed up to get a touch from him compared to just a handful of true believers seeking him. And that's the same way that we are today. No, I'm not saying that we should be following after people seeking miracles. But at the same time, we who have God himself living inside of us in the form of the Holy Spirit are walking around with no more power, no more anointing than the average Joe. When Jesus himself said in St. John 14, 2, Very, very, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do. So actually, we don't even need to follow anyone to see or receive a miracle. You don't need to go to anyone to receive a word from God. If he lives inside of you, And if you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, he does. Nobody needs to talk to God for you. Our spiritual heads are here to help guide us in the right direction, give us confirmation when we're not clear, counsel us when we're going through issues, and there's somebody for us to be accountable to because all of us need to be accountable to someone. But it would be really silly of me to call Apostle and ask him to call and ask Bishop Quentin who I'm supposed to be in an intimate relationship with, what he wants for dinner or what he wants or needs for me in any instance. But that's the same way that we handle our relationship with God. We go to others seeking a word from God when if we're working on building a relationship with him, we should be talking to him regularly anyway. By regularly, I mean at least daily and several times throughout the day, actually. That's how you build relationships. That's how we build relationships with our husband or wife. Or that's how the one that has caught our eye that 
God has placed in our lives, not that we found for ourselves, that God has placed in our lives, becomes in an intimate relationship with you. They become your husband or wife, and you build that intimate relationship because you spend time talking to them, fellowshipping with them, building a friendship with them. And that's what God wants from us. Because you can go to God and ask him anything you want to know. Believe it or not, he really wants to talk to you for himself. He wants to share with you the secret things that belong to him. There's a reason that God tells us in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 to trust in him with all of our heart and lean not unto our own understanding. And all of our ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct our path. You know, the other day, Bishop was in the car. We were um, taking our oldest boy, in-house boy, to work. The, the Osriel uh, and Quentin were in the car. They're the oldest two left in the house. So I refer to them as our in-house kids of our nine. We have nine of them together. And he said to them, there are good ideas, and then there are God ideas. Good ideas can fix a situation for a time, but are not guaranteed to be a lasting solution. But God ideas are the complete and final answer to all situations. You see, saints, in God there is no need for a plan B. You know how we work our stuff out. We It's going to do this, it's going to do that, it's going to do that. But we have that fallback plan. Well, with God, there is no fallback plan because his plan followed as he instructs is a guaranteed working solution. Hebrews 6.13 says, For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself. That right there to me is proof that he don't need no plan B. If he says it is, no matter what it was, it automatically is now. And we have to come to that understanding of believing that it's God. Because he is the creator of all things. So doesn't it stand to reason that he knows how all things work? And in that, wants to reveal those things to us, his children. From the serious things to the most minute things, God knows how to do them all. And in turn, desires to turn that knowledge or pass that knowledge on to us. And no, I don't mean things that don't affect you. I personally don't care how the theory of relativity works, or any of those other theories. Just being honest with you, I I don't care. Just as long as God's working in it, it's going to work. So I'm good with that. But things like, say you're a single female, sometimes you might need to learn how to change a tire. There, There might not be anybody else around. There might not be anybody you can call on this particular day. Everybody might be busy. You can't call somebody else. So you have to learn how to change it yourself. Or if you're like me, when I got married at 17, I could barely boil water. Just couldn't. I'm an excellent cook now, by the way. However, the Holy Spirit can change a tire and teach you how to cook a four-course gourmet meal. Believe it or not, he will even help you in school, as my daughter, Tierra. She just started the third quarter of her holistic massage class. The Holy Spirit instructed her on where to find the answers to her final exam last quarter, and it's a really cute story the way that she tells it. So if you know Tierra and you see her, ask her about her finals. And I know some of you may be saying, well, that's just silly. 
We're talking about the Almighty God. He doesn't. He doesn't bother with stupid, insignificant stuff like that. Oh, really? If it matters to you, it matters to your heavenly Father. And again, He says, "In all thy ways, all thy ways, acknowledge Him, and He shall direct thy path." All does not mean just the big ones or the tough ones. By definition, all means the whole quantity or extent of a particular group or thing, the whole of one's possessions, energy, or interests. All. Ephesians 3, 20 says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask, according to the power that worketh in us. Exceeding abundantly above? That pretty much seals it for me. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word, for your people, God. I ask, Lord Jesus, that you let this seed set down in their hearts, Lord Jesus. They may know, God, that you are there for them for all things, any things, all the things that they think are silly or crazy or you don't care about. Help your child to realize that as their father, as their creator, all those things matter to you. If it matters to them, it matters to you. There are no small issues when it comes to the handling of your children, and you desire to open up your wisdom and knowledge unto us that we might know clearly what you would have us to do, what you would have us to say, what job you would have us to take, what meat you would have us to marry, how you would have us to raise our children, how you would have us to help us to handle that person or the job that we have issues with, even what routes to take going to work, God, whether to take the elevator or the stairs today, God, whatever, Lord Jesus, comes in our path. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to give us the wisdom and the knowledge to know that if we seek your face, that you will give us the answers to all things, great and small. That there is nothing too hard for you. And as long as we are seeking you out with that childlike faith and willing to put our trust and faith in you, because that's the only way that this works, because your word says that without faith it's impossible for us to please you. Help us to build that morsel of faith that you have given into us, God that we might have that relationship with you, that no one can come between us and you, God, so that we'll know even as the days get rougher in this world that we have no cares because our cares are all cast upon you, God. We thank you because you are great and you are mighty and you are omnipotent. You are all-seeing and all-knowing. So we don't have to figure it out. We just got to seek you, God and then be willing to listen to what you tell us step by step because all things are possible to those that believe. We just praise you and we glorify you, God. We honor you. We uplift you, God, as we go forth this day, God. Keep a praise in our lips, a song in our hearts, and your joy blanketing us through all that we do, God. No matter what situation comes against us, we stand firmly on your word and in your will, God. We praise and we thank you this day and evermore. In the precious and holy name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, bless the Lord, Saint. That's the word of the Lord. Hey, without faith, is it possible to please him? But he that comes to God must believe that he is, that he does exist, that he is our almighty sovereign being, our God. Hey, listen, beloved. 
Perfection with God is easy, simple. Just get in the spirit of the Lord. We'll walk by faith. Hey, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks, and we'll talk with you, God's willing, Thursday morning. Hey, tell the neighbor, friend, let's get on the prayer line. Let's support the word of God. I believe that many are losing the strength and focus because they're not studying and seeking the word of God like usual. Hey, but let's get back to faith. All we need is a grain of mustard seed. We'll get there. Hey, Apostle Keith Brooks. Till Thursday morning, I will talk with you, God's willing. God bless you. Have a blessed day. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.